0: It's a podcast. It's a podcast. TJYK Podcast. Podcast. Uh,
1: Hello. We're back. It's not like we didn't try this before, but welcome back to the TJYK Podcast. And Seb, we're joined by the lovely co-host, Nico, Kev, and Theo. And we are uh, the lovely boys who talk to you about things regarding anime, uh, TV shows. Pop culture, all sorts of things that um, we think maybe you'd be interested in. But if you're not interested in, I uh, hope you listen anyways. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so we we might we might have had a well, my, I might have just had a, a minor technical difficulty before this. So you're actually getting a uh, a second intro to this again. It's like I rew uh, rewinded time. And it's like, we've been here before. Deja vu. (laughs) Deja vu. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, anyways, I'll dive right into the topic because I was actually talking about this to Theo the other day, even though I had the topic ahead of time, it just happened to be brought up. So maybe it was a little incepted into Theo so that, you know, he's got (laughs) something to say. Yeah, because so as you know, we are we've talked about before um, one of our uh, like Asian pop culture, like anime, Mm -hmm. even all even to you know like South Korean uh, like K dramas, K pop, and all that, uh, even uh, Chinese media, just like uh, the animated uh, Chinese films or the martial art films. But uh, one area that I feel like would be fun to talk about that we haven't had a chance to really dive into is uh so for those that are curious as to what southeast asians are <laughs> so three of us are southeast asian <laughs> yeah
2: what? Uh, wait hold yeah. up what hold up whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs>
3: yeah it's like it's like if you have like uh in in uh video games where there's like subclasses
2: <laughs>
1: you're all from asian. canada
2: though so aren't you like northeast asians Yes, we are Southeast, Northeast Asians.
3: All <laughs> at the same time,
1: nice. <laughs> we were from all over. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, because like, uh, so so there, I remember before, uh, there was always like a uh, a meme in Hollywood where it was always like an Asian person, and they was like, are you a are you a Chinese, a Japanese, or a? Because like, apparently, those are the only Asians that existed in like yeah. in Hollywood during that time. But now there's been a lot more representation and like. Uh, we're getting, like, Shang-Chi, which is, like, celebrating, like, Chinese character. We have, like, K-pop is huge. Japanese media is obviously, like, super big to the point, like, being a weeb is, like, what people consider themselves now. Yeah. Uh, but now the new kind of meme is, like, when you ever see a uh, see a Southeast Asian, you're just, like, you're, uh, so does that mean? Are you, like, Filipino, Indonesian, Malaysian, Cambodia, like, because now they're all kind of, like, people see, like, just a Southeast Asian. And then you're like, you. I don't know where you are. <laughs> or are you yeah. Thai? So yeah, Southeast Asia usually consists of uh eleven countries involving you know like Brunei, Myanmar, Cambodia, Indonesia, Laos, Malaysian, Philippines, Singapore, Thailand, Vietnam, uh India. Well, too. So mm-hmm. a lot of those countries have their own like kind of. Well, India is probably like the biggest like in terms of like pop culture. Uh, so I think like they've got a good chunk of like representation. Uh, oh, the I ones mean, that
2: like. They're like they have-
1: 90% of the populations of the uh, 11 countries you listed. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, and also this topic was inspired because recently Netflix just dropped a uh, anime called Trese, which is uh, based off of a Filipino comic book about mm. a uh, Philippine demon hunter or like, not so much of a demon hunter, but like a... Uh, a
0: Philippine um, detective
1: councilwoman. Yeah, think, think like, <laughs> John Con- John Constantine mixed with, like, Supernatural, like, with, like, uh, uh Dean Winchester, the Winchester for Supernatural, and uh, it's all about maintaining balance between, like, the different, like, monster races, because, like, in the Philippines, there's a bunch of, we briefly touched on it before, but now we can kind of, like, deep dive into it, and also at the same time, let Kevin know about, you know, like, the nightmare fuel that we had from our grandma (laughs) uh so yeah like it's 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 kind of cool because now it's it's one of the first times that like for me i was able to see like a piece of media uh that was like oh that's cool like it's cool to see that it's like a celebration of filipino culture with like the lore and like even just like little bits of uh where like small little touches where you would see the animated characters point with their lips to be like. "Mm (laughs)
3: Overly, <laughs> you, I didn't yeah. even, I only watched the first episode so
1: yeah it, it kind of like it's if, if you have no idea about any kind of Filipino uh, folklore you can still kind of watch and go like oh that's pretty cool like it's, uh, it's like fun animated you know hyper violent Castlevania type of thing but if you're if you kind of like grew up and um, like experienced a lot of those Filipino isms like there's another layer of you going like oh that's I, I kind of see that. that's kind of clever
3: yeah, yeah, it's like uh, going in as a manga reader. You're like, "Oh shit, that happened in real in the manga." <laughs> yeah, oh, it's yeah. kind of like
1: when the Japanese watch anime and they're like, "Oh, they touch on little uh, nuances that we missed out because we were we obviously didn't grow up in Japan <laughs> or yeah, like, like were raised that way." It's
3: it's one of the reasons I didn't really watch Gintama because I hear from everybody that there's a ton of like, if you're Japanese, only if you're Japanese, you'll understand that humor. And I'm just like, I don't think I could appreciate the show a thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. If, if I don't like understand those nuances. Oh, right. that's
2: not true. I watch it and I think it's fucking hilarious. Okay, I'll watch. I'll watch Gintama. I'll watch Kintama. You've convinced yeah. me, Kevin. It's like I uh, like they have they do a lot of like slapstick stuff, so you're like <laughs> that's, that's yeah. funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I also think uh, this topic is also inspired by, like, the fact that I I like to think we're entering a new kind of, like, renaissance era of Southeast Asian media. Because prior to that, uh, it it was also interesting. I watched this YouTube video about apparently Hong Kong and um, South Korea, which are now kind of like powerhouses with their movies. They used to only just do, like, knockoff kind of movies where, like, they back in the 70s and 80s, they would do, like, really janky, like uh Godzilla ripoffs they would do like Hollywood ripoffs, which is kind of like is you know Asia's kind of known for they'll do like, oh like Asian Avengers and whatever. but like now, uh I started to see more recently there's a lot more like a celebration of like Southeast Asian culture in like movies like for example, uh the Thai uh shows and movies have gotten so much better now um. I've seen I watch even like when uh, it's kind of a meme too, like in Vietnamese community where we're like, yeah, Vietnamese shows and movies are just like they're just dumb like variety just, shows and Chinese
2: shows. But
1: yeah, they're they're ripping Chinese off Chinese, Chinese shows show. essentially. But then now like recently I watched a movie that was uh, a celebration of Vietnamese martial arts to the point it's actually written to the story. And it's kind of like it essentially it's like taken John Wick but like it's a Vietnamese kind of like mm. story and they and they actually throw in more, like, culture into it. Mm. Even something like Ongbak or The Raid, which are, you know, one's Indonesian, one's Thai. I think those were my first, like, real introduction to, like, uh, movies from those countries. Because yeah, prior I to think, that, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, I
3: think, I think uh, when it came to those kinds of movies, I mean, like, besides Filipino movies growing up, there's... Ongbak was definitely one of those movies where it's like, oh, shit, this is a language I don't really ever hear. And I'm like, and he has to save his elephant. So I guess elephants are part of the culture. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's a lot. is a lot of fun. Yeah, like even uh, uh, my significant other is watching tons of like Thai shows because not only is their uh, budget going like through the roof because of I guess its popularity, but they post their episodes on YouTube. They don't oh, have. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They don't have like a network or anything. They post their uh, episodes on YouTube. Uh, and each episode is four parts, and they're like not even ten minutes each part, and they shove ads in between, and they also do like, uh, what do you call it when you put ads in the sh- or like products in the show ad placement, I guess. Oh yeah in, the- yeah, in the show where they just they'll literally have a scene where it's like you want some chips, and then it'll like slow zoom on these chips, and I'm like, oh my god, oh, but like people eat it up, right? Mm-hmm. People eat it up, so yeah,
1: yeah. I
0: think some of those, too, yeah, some of
1: those too. shows. Like, some of the shows I've seen, like, the production value is, like, insane. Like, it's crazy. Maybe Netflix was all, like, we have a huge Southeast Asian demographic watching our stuff. We should give some of the filmmakers some money.
3: Oh, dude, there's a a part, uh, there's a time in my life where it's, like, a three-month period where my subtitles would change to Indonesian, like, on my Netflix. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Turns out someone (laughs) from Indonesia stole my Netflix account. That's so funny. And I'd have to start. I'd w- start watching a movie, and then subtitles will be like in that script or whatever. Like what the
1: fuck?
0: <laughs> That's
3: they ruined my algorithm, by the way. So
2: Netflix, get better at your security. <laughs> Maybe you need a better password, man. You gotta put. You gotta put a hieroglyphics and Hieroglyphics. Uh... <laughs> I put emojis <laughs> in my password now. Yeah,
3: <laughs> but yeah, I you definitely. Never guess what they are? Yeah, I definitely changed my password. Added like a bunch of garbage into my password so that shit wouldn't happen again.
1: Oh, nice. Sorry. Yeah,
3: I mean, like speaking, like you were talking about like Hong Kong movies before, and like what was the other like Korean movies? And Korean stuff movies, like yeah. Yeah, they, uh, Korean movies, definitely stepped up their game after like, I feel like K dramas became like really popular they're just like, oh, okay, so people actually care about media. They don't just, like, (laughs) make, like, whatever movies. And then I feel like the renaissance age for, like, Hong Kong movies is when they're, like, people like cops and people like Hong Kong. And they're like, oh, shit, so I guess we can make our own stuff and it's still going to be popular.
1: Yeah, like, like during... during the seventies and the eighties is when, like, they finally invested movie or money back into their film industry, and that's how we got things like the Jackie Chan era, hard-boiled, Infernal Affairs, like that era of crime stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's so dope. I love those movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hong and Kong's like, and we always th- inspired a bunch of uh, other films.
3: Oh, for sure, The, the Departed is just Infernal Affairs. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the American version yeah i think that that was re- that's really there, interesting yeah. too yeah and it, it, it's really interesting too because like you can see when people just kind of like copy each other's movies and it's pretty it's pretty fun
2: yeah
1: because like i know for like for that reason which is why growing up i didn't watch a lot of like filipino and vietnamese uh things mm-hmm. like because yeah a lot of times um I remember my cousins would joke about, like, oh, have you watched the Filipino Twilight? It's essentially Twilight, but they, like, slightly changed the the title. But you could tell, if like, you watch the first episode without understanding Tagalog, you're like, you just, this is just Twilight. <laughs> no, no, it's
2: Filipino Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> Filipino Twilight. Yeah,
0: okay. It was like, it's oh. some of the issues that I had growing up with the, like, Filipino media. Like, the variety shows, okay, that's fine, like, everyone has the variety shows and asians love variety shows i think they're really funny and it's it's really cool but when it came to like cartoons or dramas or movies like when i think (laughs) growing up when i think philippines and those i think super overacting like super super duper Mm -hmm. it's It's really cheesy (laughs) it's so cheesy to the point where me as a filipino that's not hasn't grown up with that stuff is like it's not normal for me so mm. it's weird so i don't consume that media so yeah it, yeah like yeah
3: like growing up i i just assumed uh that's what all like filipino media was like and i'm just like why would i ever watch this <laughs> why yeah. would i ever watch this yeah. like, it's, like it, that's going, why you found anime <laughs> exactly yeah, cause, And which uh, is why Tressé is such a huge deal. Mm-hmm, right? Exactly,
0: cuz it's for like us especially. when I talk to uh my Japanese friends about anime, they're like, "Oh yeah, anime. Yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, whatever." Mm. <laughs> and I guess that's the same way with like uh like Philippine media. It's like, "Eh, it's alright." I wouldn't watch it, but it's okay. Yeah,
1: but like, like, like for yeah. uh, for us, like we don't necessarily we're like, not like watch this because we're proud of it. We're more of like, yeah, we, there's this show. Don't worry about it. It exists, but it's not like you have to watch. Yeah,
0: it's it, it sucks. That's why I, like uh, when uh, they announced uh, like uh, what's the recent media that they announced with this stuff, Raya. Teresa. Oh, Raya! Raya is also like a celebration of like that stage. Yeah, like Raya is very. Like anyone can enjoy it. It's a Disney movie. It's in uh. It's in English. Like we all, we all have English speaking in our Southeast Asian places. It's just might be a little harder because some of our accents are a little harder than others. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Raya is a very good example of the Southeast Asian movement into animated film. it's
3: just, just kind like of came into, out of North. yeah, and like not just that, but just into. Mainstream West media,
0: yeah, like it right. was like, uh, I mean, I know we've had some representation in voices mm-hmm. growing up, like I mean, there's there's Rufio, true, yeah, Dante Basco, yeah, Dante Basco, like he he definitely is ingrained into lots of media that uh, we consume, like Avatar,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. That's done. the one out view you, you where we're all like, yeah, he's he's one of us. Watch his stuff. We're yeah, like, okay. A good friend Dante
3: Bosco. A good friend. Yeah. We have
0: a
1: photo with Dante Bosco. We do, actually. It's really fun.
0: Yeah, and then, like, it's it's super cool. <laughs> you can you... tell.
1: <laughs> yeah. When I don't you, know if we were, uh, we've told that. the story on the podcast, right? You,
0: we have. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Probably. Okay. Yeah, you are you're saying, saying, yes, saying,
3: you're, you're saying, Theo?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's really cool to see that uh, Southeast Asian media is coming uh, into other shapes of it's, media, not just film.
1: Yeah, it's definitely getting better. Like I feel comfortable going, like yeah, like watch. let say it's like a Filipino story, and like it's kind of like has meaning to us. And mm-hmm. but at the same time, like I don't feel kind of slightly ashamed.
0: Mm-hmm. You mean uh, the word is embarrassed?
1: Yeah, embarrassed. There you go.
0: <laughs> it's not really uh, ashamed.
1: Like, because even before that, there was a movie called Maria, which was uh it's again, it's like kind of it was so funny that that and a Vietnamese movie came out around the same time. And it's the same kind of story of like a mom going on a vengeance to like avenge their family. The Vietnamese one is because it was kidnapped, essentially is taken. Yeah. The Filipino one was like John Wick because they killed her whole family. And then she became like, like I was a secretly an operative the whole time. But sure. like. It's it's it was interesting because you could tell they had more money, so the production value is really high. But the acting and the the filmography is still not quite there yet, Mm -hmm. which is why it was great that Trisla is animated because I feel like it's easier to sell on people. Mm -hmm. Whereas they're like, oh yeah, look, I watch cartoons and anime, and then you can just like show it to them. Versus like trying to do live action monsters is always not super great because like uh. The, yeah, the other reason why like uh, a lot of us and even like uh, some of my friends who grew up with like Filipino monsters uh, are talking about it so much is because it's a it's also like a reimagining of some of these creatures where mm-hmm. like some of them look scarier because the artist is like yeah I'm gonna draw this like little uh one of them is uh, called the tianak, which is like a a baby that was uh, abandoned. And then it turned into like an, a vengeful creature, like uh, it's like the you remember that quest in The Witcher Three where you the Baron's baby was killed, and then you bring it back as a spirit. It's essentially like that, but oh, this man, turns into yeah. like a, that was a this turns into quest. a spider monster <laughs> that like tries to come back to its mother, and if it doesn't, it kills you. <laughs> oh, that's fucking scary. <laughs> yeah,
0: like like it's it's really cool because uh, we already know all these creatures. But it's like in my head, I'm like, it looks like I try to make it look less scary. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like a vampire. It's eh, we got uh, Edward. But going. now you have an
3: actual like representation of it, right? Yeah. And so I and I and, cool. I and I was and I was thinking too, like, uh, when it comes to animation and stuff like that, it's Of course, martial arts is always going to be part of that kind of animated show, that style of animated show. And I was thinking, I was telling Seb, uh, I think last week or earlier this week. Uh, the the Netflix show Seis Manos is yeah. Spanish. Mm-hmm. It's like
1: literally Mexican. <laughs> it's it's a Mexican story,
3: like about through and yeah, through about like demons and like uh their I guess their version of what magic would be right. The same thing with Tresse, right? And I think uh that that was definitely one of the stepping stones away from. I mean, of course they had like a Chinese teacher, but then it's kind of like a step away from it has to be. Uh, there's only three kinds of asians chinese korean japanese like there's so many more right and that was a stepping stone i was like oh we can talk about other cultures freely especially in animated media because seis manos is a huge one where it's like Ooh, that was popular let's Mm. try filipino (laughs) and then like i'm sure this is popping off too because there's a huge uh demographic of i guess uh, Southeast Asians that have Netflix accounts. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: it's kind of like the the this YouTube video that I watched from a oh, great YouTube channel that I follow called Ascented Assented Cinema. Uh, he he's the one where that makes like a lot of video essays about like Asian movies and all that. And he he made one about why Kung Fu Panda was so celebrated all over the world, and mm. then China, like China's like film uh market, where like. Why? Why is this so popular? Like, why is? It, but they like this, but they don't like our stuff, and they couldn't figure out why. And then they realized that like, it's it's a unique thing where it was made, like, because if you if you remember Kung Fu Panda's story, like, it's a chosen one like hero type of story mm-hmm. where like a lot of traditional Chinese uh martial art Kung Fu movies aren't about like learning Kung Fu to be the best. It's more of like self enlightenment. You know, like reaching a level where you like peaceful and you know you're whatnot. But this was totally the opposite of that. Because instead of it being like a Chinese story, it was like a Chinese who grew up in America that wanted to reclaim their history. So there's a lot of like instead of it being like it's kind of like if you were to describe uh someone who grew up in China versus someone who grew up in Chinatown, because Chinatown is a zone like thing where it's like it's Chinese American type of story and, and that had more of appeal to all of the thing so i feel like in terms of like southeast asian we're starting to get a lot more like filmmakers and creators that have like kind of like oh i know how to tell stories because of i've grew, grown up with like american or western media but now i'd I remember all these stories that like my grandma or like uh my family used to tell but now I have like the tools to kind of make make my own because maybe I watched like Avatar and that inspired me like I wouldn't be surprised if who the animation studio that or the director that was like yeah we grew up watching Avatar so now let's put these stories in comic book of Trisse into like that kind of style.
2: So you're saying that people realize that people love shonen. Mhm. They're like, oh my I god! Mean, that's the secret to success. Make everything a goddamn shonen. It's that's, true. That's the
1: oldest form of storytelling, man.
2: Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like yeah. even King Arthur is shown in, dude.
0: He's yeah. the chosen one. <laughs> yeah, he pulled are we his... gonna do
3: this? Are we he, gonna do this
0: right he, now? <laughs> he pulled a sword out of a stone, and they were all like. Whoa! Oh
2: my God, yo, that's the oldest form of shonen. Holy shit!
0: We can King go North back even chosen. further than that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and he even had a sensei, Mr. Oh, Merlin. Holy shit! Yeah. And then he got blessed by the goddess in the in the ocean, or yeah. mirror lady lake.
1: Yeah, yeah, lady <laughs> lake of, lady of the lake. Yeah. And then he had his round table of nakamas. Oh, oh, holy
2: King shit! Arthur, yo, King so Arthur is piece. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Dude, what do you think? What do you think anime? There's so many versions of him in anime.
2: That's true. That's true, Mike.
0: What? <laughs> we just blew
2: our Dude. flipping minds. I guess King Arthur's the oldest shonen
0: out there. Yeah, because I mean, or the most told shonen anime. You never know, British never shonen. Know yeah, the uh, I mean, the old uh media that we would consume definitely, like, I mean, China's definitely helped a lot especially when uh their media just started leaking into the west and then the Mm. west was just like oh this is kind of cool and then they started dubbing it themselves interesting so i mean a lot of uh the, the the way that we that got paved for any kind of asian media definitely to me started with chinese media and that's uh, true Chinese like when american they... actors and bruce yeah. lee man yeah bruce, bruce lee
2: man. bruce lee's the og there's yeah.
0: someone even older than bruce lee i forgot i was reading an article about it oh it must be it man no <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> it, it, was a, it <laughs> well, wasn't it wasn't yeah i think it wasn't a martial art kind of guy like he used he started off huh. being like that uh token chinese guy in the american shows but apparently yeah. he was more popular than the american actors Nice. Oh, yeah really? apparently there's someone else pretty progressive but they wow. basically wrote them out of history
2: yeah
0: mm, probably
3: well i yeah. mean like back then they they literally had and it's not it's like as recent as uh they just i guess like when if you guys think about uh, like how chinatown was created they literally had an act that okay like i'm, I'm gonna paraphrase it but it was like uh, when they were going through, like, a depression or whatever in the States, they were basically, like, jobs for whites only. And they literally made, like, Chinatown. <laughs> they yeah. like, you guys could only work with yourselves, and all the other jobs are going to be for whites only. So it makes sense that they wrote someone like that out of history. Yeah. And, and especially if there was only one guy. They did it to an entire... Community, not even just a community, an entire I mean, race of people living yeah. in a place so like, they could easily write one person out.
1: Yeah, like the the clearest example, you can see that in, like, uh, if you know that TV show that I love, and Theo also has, I told Theo and Nico to watch, Warrior, where the whole story is basically what happens when you get a bunch of like Chinese immigrants and say, you can only be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have things like, that's why you have gangs because yeah. they're all like, we're being treated like crap. It's how get, let's get a bunch of axes and, like, fight for a territory.
3: Yeah, and it and I actually watched a, a video as well. <laughs> <laughs> Axe Gang. <laughs> I watched a video as well on uh, Chinese architecture, or, like, Chinese architecture in Chinatown has nothing to do with actual Chinese architecture. And speaking of warrior, it actually happened in, uh, I believe, was it San Francisco? San Francisco, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where the Chinese community was so big and they were... Uh, they were making so much money from Chinese importing, import, export and stuff like that, that when the earthquake hit San Francisco and basically decimated that Chinatown, uh, so many people in the community, doesn't matter what color, whoever it was, they're just like, damn, I miss Chinatown. So the uh, the businessmen, the people who actually had some money, some influence, the Chinese people that actually had some money and influence. were like, OK, we're going to rebuild Chinatown, but we have no architects here. All of them are in China. So they yeah. gave, uh, uh, I get like they gave some white dude. It's like, hey, what do you what do you think a Chinatown would look like? And they just made it, however they made it, and that's why every single Chinatown looks exactly the same. It's because of it started in that one place designed by uh, white
1: architects. Yeah, like well, oh. another to point to add to that, another fun thing that I noticed, uh, because I think I watched the same video where they're like, a lot of those architects. Uh, so, in China, you don't see, like, dragon statues everywhere, because, like, for, to the, the actual Chinese, like, dragons are meant to be special. They're only meant to be, like, for the emperor, for royalty. But if you go to Chinatown, they're kind of, like, all over the place. Because, mm-hmm. again, like, one person who's all like, I kind of know what Chinatown should look like. And they start adding <laughs> dragons cool. everywhere. Everyone gets one. they <laughs> like, yeah, they're like, oh, let's put a dragon over there. Yeah, like, you know, the, let's put a dragon over there. And then, like... Yeah.
3: <laughs> And, like, that was that was their way of protecting their territory in the end, right? It's because if you enter this gate, we have one here in, Va- like, in Vancouver, we have Chinatown as well. Uh, if you enter this gate, you're in Chinatown. Yeah. This is the Chinese place. And they kind of made it so, uh, like, the plan was actually to make it a tourist attraction. To make it a place where people could go and visit. And, like, it would become a staple of the community. And then now it has become a staple of the community in a lot of cities, right? So.
1: Yeah like even even to the the whole i remember seeing this like i think it was a tiktok or a instagram video of this like this person getting offended at at, like chinese american chinese food like when you think of those type of like pan express like things like uh Mm -hmm. like chicken chow mein and like uh the ones you when you go to the the warmers it's all those like and like some chinese people are like yeah we don't really eat those type thing and then like you see like actual like chinese food which is like the soups or the hot pots and all that, and then it someone going eat. like, "Yeah," and someone's like, no, "No, no, no!" Like, even though that's not what you eat, that has a huge history of like Chinese immigrants going into the West and creating these dishes to survive, and essentially mm-hmm. created their own culture around them. I so it's like you can't, can't it. yeah, like, like you can't just dismiss <laughs> it. Yeah, like they're like can't just dismiss it as like the white man's version of Chinese food. Like no, it's like essentially their own like cross culture creation or something. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and if you uh, it like there's there's a I'm not sure if it's the same video, but I watched another video or I read an article article, I can't remember, but they use maybe 10 different ingredients to make like 100 different dishes. That's why all those dishes have become so popular. It's because they all use the same ingredients. Yeah, and it's cheap.
1: Yeah, you think that that's a that's pretty big brain. They're like, Mm, I just moved to this country. I only, yeah, I only have ten ingredients. I must satisfy these people who says everything is too spicy. What do I do?
0: Well, I I mean, a lot of uh Asian influences in uh, cuisine are usually uh it's usually the same base. It's kind of like a Starbucks, Mm -hmm. where it's like your base drink is basically every drink just with different stuff. Mm-hmm. so it's like that same thing with the a lot like for philippines for example it's like a lot of our dishes the base is the same it's like you boil a boat the bones for like 24 hours and that's your base broth and then you add this and that and this and then if you like yeah oh but it's red well we added tomatoes <laughs> but it's still <laughs> beef broth <laughs> yeah so it it's like uh i feel like a lot of uh Asian uh, cuisine has that where it's like, this is your basic, and this is how you elevate that basic to a whole different dish, but it's yeah. the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, that's actually
3: very true. Yeah. Like, spe- speaking of like food and going back to like the main point of why Tresse is so important is because even if you look at Filipino food, most of it, like, if you think of like the main, main dishes a lot of it has influences that aren't ours there's spanish influence there's wow. huge chinese influence So then when we finally have it's not food but a show that's specifically filipino designed for filipinos and like people invested money to share filipino culture it's just kind of like holy shit that's ours now like there's yeah. there's nothing influenced by anyone else there that's true truly filipino right
1: yeah and i think that like, that was always like the one area where i could kind of be like proud of of my heritage where i'm like yo you need to try these try these like this filipino food it's like bomb you should try this and this and this and this and like i feel like uh that's that to me that was always kind of like a a gateway where hollywood or the west could be like yeah southeast asians are pretty cool because they got like good food because we actually yeah, put yeah. spices in our food Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Definitely I think the the gateway into any culture, any Asian culture is first through the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cause like yeah, when we we're hanging out with Kev, we'd be like, hey
1: man, want some uh Filipino food? You want some uh, some of this bread? It's kinda sweet, but it goes really well with this like fried meat. <laughs> I <hate>
3: everything, man. <laughs> oh dude good, I think
0: I think my favorite moments are when uh we introduce something Filipino to Kev and then he gets it and he's like, Whoa! What is that? And then it'll, like, trigger something in him where it's like, oh, we have something like that, too. And then it's cool because a lot of the Asian cultures, when they cross, they always have those things where it's like, oh, yeah, this this bread is, like, our bread, but we do this. And it's like, ah, oh, let me try your bread now. <laughs> that, that
2: happened at work uh, recently because uh, my mom made some, like, that. It's a, it's a thing called chong, mm-hmm. which is like just sticky rice mm-hmm. and then you they, it's wrapped with bamboo leaf and my oh, my boss yeah. is from um, Colombia
1: mm-hmm. I know where this is no, going Venezuela. Yeah. no
2: Venezuela he's from Venezuela whatever I don't know anyway yeah, somewhere in South America <laughs> or something I, yeah. I don't really know but, like... yeah, and he was like oh and apparently they have something similar but it's like they also have stuff that they wrap and stuff like that and we do yeah, too I, he was know like, to like oh what's this
1: yeah, I oh, know what oh. dish that is whatever
2: yeah what is yeah.
1: it? The the let uh tamales.
3: Ah, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah something. And yeah, like, kind of I think, there. I think that's that's the that's the thing too is actually I don't being... think it was
2: tamales. It was something I've never heard before. Oh, okay,
1: it mm. might be different then.
3: Sure. Yeah. But like, when when people are excited to share, like, I I understand cultural appropriation to a point, but you you should be excited that other people want to know about. What your people are about, <laughs> you know what I mean. They want to know about your culture, and in that case, with like Kevin's, like, oh shit, we got something like that, and like that's why it's so fun to be able to share, like our our culture. Not necessarily finally, because people know it's not like Filipinos yeah, yeah. were a secret. <laughs> yeah, Wait, like... you, know what? you guys are Filipino. Yeah, we we're hiding
1: yeah. we our time in the shadows. We're like
0: hey, hey. <laughs> a
3: organization.
1: We've. <time>. We've infiltrated every yeah. facet of gotcha. our society. <laughs> Sleeper agents activate. Guess what? Your grandma knows us because we work in the old folks' home. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but yeah, it's just it's it's really it's really yeah. exciting. It is really exciting.
2: Yeah,
1: and I think like I I'm waiting for I guess like a a show or like a movie like that that kind of really uh gives off that feeling of like introducing our culture through like foods and like. And, like, that whole idea of the conversation we had, we are like, oh, yeah, like, this tastes like this. And he's like, yeah, this tastes like this. And my, they're like, my grandma used to make it this way. Like, oh, my grandma used to make like this. And it's, like, a bonding through just, like, food and culture sharing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like, a super wholesome type of yeah. Southeast Asian media.
3: Yeah. And, like, again, I, I bring this up every time we talk about, like, culture and whatever in media. But, like, through... I, <laughs> I I can't think of a better way of saying it, but like true ascension when it comes to like uh, having uh, certain cultures in media is just having it normalized. Like crazy, crazy rich Asians was obvious about obviously about Asians because it's in the fucking title and every yeah. character was Asian. <laughs> but then the story was you could replace those characters with any colored person, and it just felt like it'd be the same story, right? like it doesn't necessarily have to be about crazy rich Asians you can yeah. say crazy rich Filipinos crazy rich Thai people or whatever yeah right so it's kind of like it they, when it's normalized it's much better and i think uh, i talk about this as, as a lot too like in how i met your mother there was obviously someone who worked in casting that was filipino because if you watch i've watched that show maybe 10 or 12 times through so many of the extras guy that works in the tv show in the tv shop he's filipino uh uh who else just like people who are just working around and who are extras and have some lines they're just filipino it's not the main part of who what their story is it's not like they walked into a chinese restaurant and saw a chinese person it's like no they're just out there being normal right
1: yeah (laughs) because i know for the longest time that was kind of like the only representation it would be like if the person, if the characterization, they must have an accent and they must know martial arts. And mm-hmm. then now we're, we, I like to think we're kind of past that point where you don't always have the right characters like that. Mm-hmm. And there's like, a uh,
3: couple there's a couple movies out there now where it's literally about first generation uh, Asian Americans or I guess like, yeah, Asian yeah. Americans, Asian Canadians, where they, they, they actually show the struggle of growing up with being almost divided between the two cultures. Right
2: yeah -hmm. Yeah, i mean
3: if you watch
2: kim's convenience store that's i was about to say yeah (laughs) that's perfect example yeah like that's basically like it doesn't not just uh culture differences but like generational differences as well Mm -hmm. it's super relatable if you uh if you're i guess first generation or something like that
0: oh yeah yeah, it's really interesting yeah
1: like, people hearing, like, oh, like, they made a show about my family. Like, I, I swear to God, I've been through so many of these, like, episodes before.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it, it's surreal, that. man. I gotta stop it's, watching. I'm like, it's, oh, no. It's like,
0: you're watching it, and you're, like, you're looking over your family, and you're like, what the hell? What? Didn't we just have <laughs> like, this? Flashbacks? Didn't we just have this <laughs> <Flashbacks>? fight yesterday? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean... Uh, it's cool that uh, I just feel like it's just booming right now. Like
1: it's definitely getting better. I like to think. Yeah, yeah fresh I off
0: mean... the boat is another one. Oh yeah, yeah fresh, fresh the, off the boat. One. Yeah, fresh off the boat. They uh, play on that term uh, "fob." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah we didn't make, <laughs> 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 but for some reason we freaking embrace the crap out of that word.
1: Yeah, man. It's like how we use the word "weeb." We're just like, <laughs> I also helps
2: that I mean, there's like, uh, like a lot of first generation kids are like celebrities now. Yeah, right. And so they they are like they become directors, producers. So now they have the power to mm-hmm. share these stories. Right. They have mm-hmm. the ability to do so, and they yeah. tell it properly too. Right. So. Yes
0: yes we're doing it guys yeah 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 Yeah, because i mean (laughs) i think uh a lot of people growing up didn't know that uh like say for instance uh one of the oldest to uh to maybe some generation would be the movie aladdin Mm -hmm. and uh, yes i'm going to talk about disney because i'm the disney guy
1: i mean yeah all we had back then for those people i guess characters that kind of look like us is aladdin and mulan
0: so yeah (laughs) aladdin people don't know right? that We're when they new did East. a whole new world the lead singer was a, a filipino oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, i remember this yeah Leia salonga she actually sings a lot of people's favorite disney songs like whole new like, world go. reflection no that's Interesting. a reflect uh, no oh actually mulat right yeah yeah let yeah. it go is uh edina menzel something like that <laughs> Oh, also... Yeah, oh, it didn't well. No, wow. she's not... I don't think she's... she Filipino? I was mean, but... Is she Filipino? I don't <laughs> think
1: so, mean, but, uh, wow. <laughs> no, don't think so man.
0: Not, no, I think she's... She's uh, just yeah. happy to have a Spanish
2: last name,
1: so she's probably... I think she's not. I think she's, she's, I think she's yeah, Spanish. She's, yeah. I think she's Latino. <laughs>
0: yeah, but, like, uh, Lea Salonga did a lot of those... Uh, those roles without people being, like... without seeing, seeing her, which... she was more for the voice rather than the look. But uh, that's what the directors uh, wanted. Like most uh, Disney princesses didn't sing their own songs.
3: Yeah. And it's a really funny. uh, Speaking of like Disney, a really funny part is uh, in Aladdin, I think the the soundtrack version of a lot of the songs were sung by like black people. (laughs) And then like the actual movie is like white folks singing. And then. The comedian was saying, "Was it too soulful for the movie? Were there too many feelings <laughs> for the
1: movie? They couldn't put it in the movie." It's so funny. Oh, I was laughing funny. so hard. Oh yeah. Oh, that's so good. Like, but yeah, it's like crazy.
3: with with yeah with the with the boom of I guess internet, we have so much more access. The, ge- the younger generations have so much more access to these kinds of things too. Like we were we were catered to watch what was on cable until I was like fifteen or sixteen, and I had. I mean, when people started uploading stuff and you could, like, find whatever you wanted on the internet. My, I embraced my weeb when I was 15 or 16 because I was just like, oh, I don't have to watch only Dragon Ball Z or only Metabots or only whatever was uh, on TV at the time, right? So then yeah. these kids are growing up having all this access oh. to watching whatever they want.
0: Oh, yeah. So, all in one yeah. place, too, where I remember at a time where to consume this media, it'd be like, part one of ten and then yeah. would, yeah. you wouldn't be able to find part seven of ten. It's like, oh, man, you skipped the ten of ten. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like... Actually, that's a good point about, like, the Internet age, because, like, I think you, when I discovered YouTubers that were, like, Asian, that was when I was like, dude, dude you're basically
2: did... all Asian, man. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> Let's be real here. They're, they, the early eras of YouTube, anyone who was anyone was yeah. Asian, Asian. Because yeah. before, they'd be Jumbo like... I Jumbo would know.
1: Yeah, Kemp Jumbo, Jumbo <laughs> He's with we us got, right we now.
2: We had Happy Slip. Mm-hmm. Happy Slip. Filipino. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: We had, uh, yeah, we had uh, Timothy. He doesn't go by that name anymore, but yeah, he's the, I don't know
0: why he called himself now. He's, 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 he's Chang Tarasu.
1: It's his, like, yeah. actual last name now. Yeah, it's his
0: real last name. It's really long.
1: Speaking of Southeast Asians. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that was the time, the time where I'm answer, like... Right there. Yeah. Because, like... That would be like, all right, Western media is not fulfilling my need for, you know, like representation. Go to YouTube and be like, ah, my people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like uh, Bart and uh, other they're guys, the two, the two Vietnamese dudes.
2: <laughs> yeah, JK, they, they're they doing it. They're
3: still OG. doing it, dude. They're still going, yeah.
1: They're just still, yeah.
2: But they're not. they stopped doing like all the comedy shit, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah no they're... more Uncle Sam. Yeah, Uncle they're, they're doing like Uncle fitness Sam. things. Yeah, good
1: shit yeah because that was the that was the time where i'm like yeah it was like what you guys saying about like first generations that are all like these are our stories because yeah i didn't grow up in that country i grew up as an asian in here so like (laughs) this is my experience and we're like same
3: yeah and again like just like kevin was saying now that people have a foundation now that they have like an outlet now that we have like producers and other creatives that actually have the ability to share our stories properly it's no longer just on YouTube. I mean, it's still there. There's still tons of representation there, but we have the like movies and TV shows and whatever, right? Any kind yeah. of media now, right? So,
1: yeah, it's like a, I what was at. It, uh, it's kind of like a parallel to. This is probably like a story that applies to a bunch of different like black creators, but like black creators that like grew up with like watching anime and now they're working in the anime industry or they create something like, uh. M K F K Z. Ah,
3: yeah, that's a <laughs> or, great one.
1: Yeah, or Afro Samurai, or um, uh, so uh, Yasuke Netflix that came out. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: there's even one called the uh, Cannon Busters, and yeah. that's a that's that's from a black creator as well, and all the characters are basically black. So I'm like,
2: I Pixar Soul was great. Oh, that was spicy. Right, as a black comedian. yeah, stuff, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of interesting to see other cultures, stuff like that. So, it's... Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, there's definitely a lot more representation nowadays for colored people than there used to be, which is super great.
2: It's nice, it's, it's time's good times, changed, man. Times, time's changed. changed. It's so and I remember, normal.
3: I remember when, uh watching when i was watching like scott pilgrim and like knives chow showed up and i'm like i can't believe this character blah 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 she's just chinese for the sake of being chinese and then i was like oh wait no everyone in this fucking movie knows martial arts she's just the girlfriend character she's not the chinese girlfriend character she's just a girlfriend right
1: yeah she didn't immediately go my family yeah exactly
3: (laughs) i'm like nice i like that yeah yeah
1: i'm kind of glad that accent is kind of dying out because i feel like early 2000s comedy whenever they had an asian character they always spoke like that they're like my family i was like oh yeah yeah it's
0: horrifying i mean yeah i mean it's a product of its time so it is yeah yeah, yes like if you take jackie chan in his earlier rush hour days he wasn't faking his accent that yeah, but that's so the re- That's the real accent. <laughs> the, he's, he's, like, yeah. The I fake. Mean, yeah, I think is the fake Asian accent, accent yeah. is. I. It's phasing out, and. I mean, Jake Long, the Dragon Dong. He's he spoke normal English. He was like, American. American. <laughs>
2: Jake Long, American Dragon. Wait, right. but he was Asian, though, right? Yeah, and
3: yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, yeah, he
0: half. was voiced by Dante Bosco.
3: <laughs> yeah, he was half. So, and like, actually, speaking of that, uh, like Rush Hour, we. We love that movie because no one, even though there's hugely racist overtones, especially when uh, Chris Tucker's like, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? When he pretends that he can speak Cantonese to Don Cheadle.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and
3: I'm like, that's horrifying. But then at the time, I'm like, that shit is so funny. Because not only is Don Cheadle making fun of him, but Jackie Chan is also making fun of him in those scenes. They're like, look at this fucking idiot trying to pretend like he knows how to speak chinese and yeah. then they even they even rush hour two or three i can't remember they go to hong kong
1: and oh, they yeah, go, yeah, yeah.
3: he's just racist over there too and i'm just like yeah because he's ignorant and they play on the fact that he's ignorant and that it's not right it's funny but it's not right right? Yeah. so
1: yeah that a that's, huge that, step too. that's how i feel like too a lot of the times the Asian or east asian representation in would be in comedies because it's easy to make them the butt of the joke because you're like i don't understand it therefore make it a joke and i laugh Mm -hmm. like the like what you're saying with rush hour we're like hey you know like if you want to order a chicken they'll just like grab chicken chop it and give it to you i mean like that's kind of true but like (laughs) it's over the top in the movie (laughs) yeah
3: and like if you actually go to any of like any asian country fucking go to mcdonald's (laughs) there's mcdonald's everywhere
0: oh man whatever their fast food version is yeah i mean mcdonald's is like well mcdonald's international i watch actually these youtubers who go to mcdonald's all around the world i remember i went to a mcdonald's
3: when i was in germany and it literally had like fancy architecture on the inside and it was like two floors with like cascading stairways that went around (laughs) i'm like is this a mansion why is this mcdonald's so fancy
2: it's a regular it's just a regular McDonald's there.
0: Yeah, it is. <laughs> it was just regular ass McDonald's. Yeah, I think with uh comedy, a lot of comedians that are Asian or Southeast Asian, like uh mm-hmm. they also uh use uh the accent Accents. as a as a uh device mm-hmm. and like for I mean we've seen them all like classics like Russell Peters. Yeah, 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 where it's like it's cool because he has he turns on that accent and he does the his bit and we're laughing with him and a lot of these uh, Southeast Asian and Asian comedians are actually just macing their jokes off their lives.
3: Yeah, I mean that's most comedy, right? Like in in Russell anybody with yeah, yeah. yeah. So like in Russell Peters' case, he probably met a dude who tried selling him a purse. <laughs> you know what i mean so that entire bit is probably based on
2: like yeah, yeah. actual experience
3: too, yeah right? so, like uh just exaggerated yeah like
0: mm. yeah like joe koi filipino comedian and he's not the first one because mm-hmm. he's definitely not yeah. like there's a the classics like people never heard of rex Navarrete. he's classic too and i listen to both and i'm like my god these guys they do the same joke because they're the same people <laughs>
1: Yeah. Although they have very similar experiences. Yeah.
0: It's like, it's just their uh, creative delivery and uh, when they use an accent and when they don't is mm-hmm. like the timing is different. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like making light of a situation that kind of was negative to begin with. Yeah. 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 And,
3: like, uh, yeah. y- you can consider consider this, too, like, he always does, uh, Jokoi always does bits about his mom, but his mom is, like, a pseudo, not pseudo, because she actually is, like, a internet sensation, too, because he makes so much jokes about her, she has her own YouTube channel, that there's, like, uh, bits where they go to the store and she, like, points shit out, uh, and, like, bits that he's done in his show... He will know his mom doing in real life because his mom (laughs) actually goes out and does that shit. Like, he'll be like, my mom knows everybody. You go to a Filipino store, my mom knows everybody. And then they literally cut that with them walking through a store and he just happens to be recording. And she's like, "Nita, how are you? I'm like, what the fuck? That's true. She, like, knows
0: everybody in the store. Yeah, it's really cool how uh, comedy, because I know the easiest form of comedy growing up was like the racist joke or mm-hmm. the accent mm-hmm. joke or like those kind of jokes. Right. Disappointed parents. Disappointed yeah. Yeah. parents. That's, the, <laughs> disappointed that's every parents. Chinese comedian. That's the
2: joke. They're like their parents <laughs> just like, true. oh, well you make how you make money as a comedian or like they'd be like, oh, I'm at, I am yeah, I got to I spent four years. I got to I'm an engineer and now I'm a comedian. Ah.
1: That's true. I've heard oh, yeah. that joke a lot. Actually, oh, yeah,
2: that pinnacle
3: is Ken Jong. He was a doctor, and then he was doing bad Chinese accents on Community. I'm like, Wait, aren't but you Korean? Making, he had
2: money out of it though, but so yeah. he's making he's... mad money either way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? So. He's he still had a
0: practice till Dude, was, last year. Was... I actually don't know if he renewed his license or not, but
1: I, I hope he I mean, does. I want him to always introduce himself as Doctor Ken Jong.
0: <laughs> I mean.
3: You spent that much time in school, I'd wanna be called doctor my entire life, dude. Yeah.
1: Well, I also remember yeah, he got here in community, he was a Spanish teacher. Yeah, yes.
3: <laughs> Yeah, community is fucking highbrow comedy, dude. That shit is hilarious. Oh, like yeah, dude, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, man.
2: Oh yeah, I mean they have everything. They got they got the you know, they got the black person, they got the the young female
3: mm-hmm.
2: they got young the female, yeah.
3: The old they guy. Have, uh,
2: they have, uh, uh, yeah, the old racist right?
3: guy. <laughs> Dude, the, the realist Amer- yeah, the most, like, uh, believable American character there is the half Polish, half, like, I don't know what his other half is, but he's from the Middle East. Abed is half
2: Polish. Right? oh
3: yeah,
1: Abed, yeah. yeah. yeah
3: Oh yeah. my I mean, like gosh, Abed.
2: Troy. Yeah, Troy, exactly, right? So, name like, Christian, Christian uh, mom, I forgot what her name is. Oh, Oh,
1: oh uh, what's her name? Uh, Yvette Brown's character, the one, yeah, I yeah like, Yvette oh. Brown. There, that's what matters. <laughs> Yvette Brown's character.
2: Oh, oh, oh,
1: how adorable! Shirley, yeah, the, that one, Shirley. There you go, Shirley. Shirley, yeah, and then, uh, and then, yeah,
2: there's Jeff Winger, Jeff you know, Winger. classic, she's, you know, he's
1: literally, you know? yeah, literally us in all the situations.
0: Why, guys, why? <laughs> Brita is the perfect example of a person who tries to keep doing what's what's good and what's popular at the time, but actually doesn't <laughs> care. Yeah,
3: she's the person oh, who yeah. uh, who shouts cultural appropriation. Uh, but yeah. doesn't she practice it one? Yeah.
0: She's the keyboard warrior.
3: <laughs> yeah, And our channel is Troy and Abed in the morning. There isn't oh, I, even
0: she, any cameras rolling, cool. guys. <laughs> who are you talking to? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. our light. That's what we're, <laughs> <own restaurants>. we're <laughs> oh, yeah, out Abed in restaurants. That's <laughs> what <where> we're hanging out <laughs> public. Oh, man, too true, uh, too, true. too true. Hey, we're just expecting someone to catch it somehow. Mm. Uh, uh, How are they gonna catch us? No goddamn cameras. Cell phones, man. <laughs> cell phones. Cameras got smaller. <laughs> Who's now, filming? Man. We don't Who's know. filming? we we'll No one's it out. filming.
3: <laughs> that that bit was fucking hilarious. He's like, "I got up at six a.m. to be here."
0: <laughs> no one's filming. The funny part was they had a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Every night.
2: That's so yeah.
0: With signs like "I love Abed." Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Your
1: yeah, that's so good, yeah. Well, buddy. yeah. I think uh, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. So, just for actually, just a question for you guys: uh, What's a notable thing of Southeast Air representation you'd like to recommend? It could be a a Thai drama, it could be an Indonesian martial arts action movie, it could be just Raya because it's Raya. It could be Tresse.
2: Hmm.
3: What would I recommend? See, you a comedian? I'm, already, I'm already stuck. I'm already stuck, dude. Like, I'd have to say Tresce, I guess, because I only watched the first episode. But again, it's like, it means so much more if you're Filipino. It's not necessarily an outstanding show. Just like, as an objective opinion. It's a good show. But like, it's not like, oh, you gotta go watch it, bro. <laughs> this is yeah. it. Yeah. But, it's,
1: not, yeah. It's, not, it's not like Castlevania season 4 where it was like, whoa! It's more
0: of like, I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, it's uh... a... <laughs> More of a an ease into uh, culture, uh, mm-hmm. and it just happens to be in a form that we can actually recommend and watch. Yeah.
3: Easy to access.
0: Yeah, and it's then, on yeah. Netflix though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's only per- six episodes. <laughs> personally, I would recommend if you haven't seen Raya yet, watch it. Sure, yes, there's a lot more. Southeast Asian cultures than that are represented in the movie, but that's mm-hmm. not the movie wasn't trying to represent one culture.
2: Wait, is it a movie or a show? Raya, oh, Raya, oh, my bad, I was like, should we'll talk <laughs> about Trish. <laughs>
0: Trish is, Trish is a show, Tress is a show. Uh, Raya yeah, right, definitely, Raya I feel like it's like an amalgamation of everything that you think is Southeast Asian and it makes it pretty.
2: Yeah, right. and,
0: hey. and if you are Southeast Asian, you can I see candy. you can see your influence in the show, like yeah. like as Filipinos, we saw like right away, Raya's martial arts choice was a Arnis, Arnis,
1: or Eskrima, Eskrima. Yeah.
0: Oh, Eskrima! Yeah. Right away, you see it when she fights her best friend. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Shit.
2: Yeah, that they literally just met like two hours ago, and were like, we're best friends
1: now. Oh my hey man, god, if you you've gave me, me a shiny friend.
0: pin. I'd be your best friend.
1: Yeah, because you gotta give a gift.
3: Yeah, the first time I met Seb, like after half an hour of talking, he's like, "You want to come
0: to Seattle with me?" Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> of course I do." For some reason, of doesn't, course I do. Doesn't ask the typical questions. Are you a serial killer? Do you kidnap people? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, how many drones have you broken? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's true, like actually. classic
3: Nico. <clears throat> Watch
2: uh,
0: right. But
3: uh, yeah, I, there's not there's not a lot like you would I'd have to research to f- be like, "Oh my gosh, that was Filipino made?" because that's why we have we're having this conversation is because it's not necessarily new, but it's like it's breaking through. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which which is which is what makes this very exciting. Yeah.
1: Cuz I'm kind of curious about Kevin's answer cuz we're all kind of biased. But like yeah, when you think Southeast Asian, what's like the first media property that comes to mind?
2: media property
1: yeah movie show comedian uh youtuber
3: even a chinese one man whichever whichever comes to mind first
1: because like youtube i think i saw a lot of like
2: that and me on youtube right and then eventually you see in a you know it goes into like branches out to the other stuff i think for me it was like so I think, like, the first, like, Filipino jokes I ever heard was probably from, like, Happy Slip back in the oh day. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah YouTube. Awesome. With her, you know, yeah, jokes and stuff like that. And I was like, oh. So, yeah. YouTube. 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 Yeah. Nice. Like, Actually,
3: uh... old YouTube. If you guys Google uh Golden Age something of, like, Asian YouTube or something like that, it'll show you, like, five or six huge names that you could look up now and they're still doing stuff.
1: That's true. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't even if you weren't around for that golden age, the, all the videos are still archived. And you can still watch them. And if not, they're probably reuploaded by someone else.
3: Yes, and also a lot of them have an age will. Just like just like a lot of uh, other media. It's just it's a product of its time, true. right? Yeah. That, that a true. lot of <laughs> fitted caps.
2: <laughs> oh god.
1: Definitely. Like...
3: Are you wearing a fitted cap right now, Theo? <laughs> what?
1: He, he is actually. No,
3: he's not. He's not. He's oh, not. It's a
0: snapback. Come on.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, okay. All different.
3: right. Well,
0: that's snapback, that, That's, that's different. like asking me um, to wearing a trucker hat. Like, excuse me?
1: Oh god, that that I had I used to have a lot of those. Yikes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for for me, um in for Indonesian properties, we always talk about the raid and like basically anything with eco uai, he's like mm. Super cool. Indonesian a lot is a super dope martial art movie. Mm-hmm. Anything with that martial art. Um Thai stuff, Ong bak like literally Tony jo- the golden era of Tony job movies where he was just like elbowing and kneeing people to save any kind of animal. <laughs> i Always enjoy those. Yeah, our protector. Uh, yeah. But uh I've also seen like just some Thai, like uh some new Thai uh movies on rom coms on Netflix that are actually really well done. Mm-hmm. um I think Filipino watch...
3: rom-coms Filipino rom-coms are up there
0: now too oh yeah we, oh, we yeah. love our rom-coms they're actually really funny uh, those are actually some that I hope one day people see <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: because they're yeah. they're normalized now too it's not just like uh like whatever the stereotypical was before it's just like oh no we're just everyone has a city <laughs> Every yeah. <laughs> every country has cities, so it's like, why would the stories be so much different, right? So, yeah. well,
2: I realized the earliest form of Southeast Asian culture, that I know, was Maple Story, dude, because <laughs> they would have to do like Malaysian and Singapore stuff.
1: yeah yeah, yeah, that's true
2: they have like little like maps based off of that and i would go there and be like shopping more but then you see like the lion fish whatever and oh
0: you're right that's so funny oh my god Maple story that's so funny wow because maple story was huge in indonesia malaysia like southeast asian countries it was yeah
2: maple story it's I mean, so I didn't funny. really know what any of it. I just saw the stuff, right? It's like how you see dragons in for China, right? Know. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, like yeah, you're yeah.
0: having a culture shock where it's like, oh my gosh, it was there. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, but now, but then when you see it, you
2: realize, holy shit, that's what, yeah, that's what it was. And, uh, <laughs> and then YouTube, I guess, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it was also, oh yeah, if you're a horror fan, there's a lot of good like Thai horror. Uh, Southeast Asian makes some really like scary ass horror movies, like mm-hmm. because it's always like. Vengeful spirit type things. Ah, Shudder. Um, yeah, like Shudder. There's actually a lot of American remakes of Southeast Asian movies that hmm. um, people that aren't aware are originally in, you know, like Asian movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Shudder, The so, Eye.
2: All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Shudder was scary. So yeah. anything that wasn't serial killer, killer related was
1: all from. Was all, all yeah, sub- America. Yeah, Americans love their serial I killer like movies. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Maybe I, I like the serial killer
0: movies.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and then um yeah for Filipino stuff uh, or for Vietnamese stuff if uh uh what was the Vietnamese movie that I watched about Fury? Fury, yeah, Fury. Um <laughs> mom, mom saving mom saving her child from recall. Vietnamese gangsters I think I've and seen the that main movie. actress yeah, the main actress is played by, not Rose Tico's actress, but the sister who sacrificed herself in the beginning of The Last Jedi.
2: Mm, mm, mm.
1: And then, yeah, um, if you're curious, if you've never seen Maria on Netflix, not a bad watch, but definitely recommend Trice as well. Good mm-hmm. stuff. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other South Asian things that we could have talked about, but it's such a huge region. Oh, it's... it's got like 11 plus countries in it. It's a really so...
0: big topic, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Rising eighty eight is like that's basically what
2: it is. It's just eighty eight rising.
1: Asian, music right. Yeah, we yeah. could have all, talked all about... of
2: anything Asian, really. Other artists, right? Yeah, I mean, they're trying to sign Brian, really Brian. Rich yeah. Brian's from what? Malaysia, right? I think Indonesia. Indonesia. Indonesia, okay. And, yeah. yeah, and then same Nikis thing with Nikki. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right? and we we could have with... um, Joji, who's from
0: Japan. Japan. Yeah. Japan. Oh,
2: those
0: are
1: the big ones, huh? yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you need some music, was, yeah. 88 Rising man.
0: Oh, they're mm-hmm. so good. They're like all the artists that they find are like usually have a niche for someone, which is great. Yep,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So, before we go, got so thank some thanks and people on the Patreon because mm-hmm. we love your faces. Thank them. Uh, first, first, we got Shannon B, followed mm-hmm. by Eddie Ordaz followed by Jen Leo, Christopher Foose, severe Cosplay, Bruno, Brian Bank. Nene, Stephanie Guzman, Turtle Dawn Maria, Baron Takedown Dollar TV, Lucky Alex C, Alex Danvesquez, And finally for Veronica Ivanova, thank you guys yeah. so oh, much Oh yeah, thank for, you I uh, yeah, really you. appreciate you guys And I hope you guys enjoyed this Podcast, I'm Seb
3: I'm Nico, I'm, I'm Kevin the, I'm Theo <laughs>
1: For that guy, you know, if you don't know
3: Now nah, you nah. Don't. don't know